I'm Jason Epperson, this is RV Miles, and it's time for this week's RV and Camping News Roundup. This episode is sponsored by the Togo RV app, currently only $39 per year. Togo RV Plus membership gives you discounts, checklists, maintenance reminders, RV-specific route navigation, and more. If you've been thinking of joining, now's the time, as Togo RV Plus will soon go from $39 a year to $49. You can lock in that $39 rate, though, plus save $10 off with the promo code RVMILES10X. Members have premium access to the RVillage social network, OvernightRVParking.com, Road Trippers Plus, and the recently added Campendium premium features. Lock in that $39 a year price today and save $10 with the code RVMILES10X at TogoRV.com. We kick off this week with a topic that continues to dominate campfire discussions and was one of the hottest asked questions at our recent RV Miles meetup, the need for more campgrounds and campground popularity. Maine, home to 48 state parks and historic sites with a statewide population of about 1.4 million people, has seen a soaring increase in campground attendance since the start of the pandemic. According to the Portland Press-Herald, 2021 is now the second year in a row that Maine parks have set an attendance record with 315,000 campground visitors, up from last year's record-setting 270,000 visitors. State officials say they expect 2022 to be even bigger. Now, that type of news is what makes this announcement from New York State Parks so surprising. New York will decrease its camping season in 2022 by as much as four weeks in some parks. Speaking to a local NBC News affiliate, park officials were quoted as saying, State parks periodically adjust the camping season schedule to respond to visitor demand and ensure quality. Well, that's vague. With a short camping season to begin with in New York State and millions recently spent to improve parks in New York, the decision to reduce this season has left many confused as the state plans to focus on the core camping season from Memorial Day to early October. Open and closing dates will vary with each state park. Letchworth State Park's camping season, for instance, will decrease by four weeks. They'll be open three weeks later than the 2021 season and close one week early, cutting a total of 28 days off the camping season. An indoor RV park in western North Dakota, yes, a campground that offers completely enclosed campsites, is suing the state over a denied license renewal. The campground alleges that in late 2020, the North Dakota Department of Health made it clear that its operating license for 2021 would not be reissued unless new, quote, cost-prohibitive conditions were met. The suit implies that these new conditions and the health department's involvement was all due to an ongoing dispute with the North Dakota Fire Marshal's office going back as far as 2016 when concerns were raised about safety in connection with how the park operated. In 2018, the state fire marshal's office issued an order halting residential use of the park. The order was appealed, and before any judicial resolution could be found, the fire marshal's office abandoned its order. The suit claims that the move was in order for the fire marshal's office to coordinate with the Department of Health in shutting the park down. Now, there's a lot of gray water here, and no one seems to want to give any clear statements as to exactly what issues were raised or what was done to address them. The Watford, North Dakota campground, which opened in 2013, offers 10 insulated buildings equipped to house 160 RVs. Each building offers eight bays with each 50-foot wide bay able to accommodate two RVs. The sites provide water, electric, and sewer hookups for each RV, and apparently there's some sort of system that makes sure there's no carbon monoxide in the building. 
The suit alleges that the park invested $5 million in specialized equipment based on an expectation that the state would issue an operating license on the same basis as the original was issued. But the campground makes it very clear in the suit that they believe the fire marshal's office sought to circumvent the part's right to judicial review by using the Department of Health as a backdoor to enforce the abandoned abatement order. According to several articles, the North Dakota Attorney General's office said in a written response that the state denies the allegations made in the suit and will answer the claims, quote, in due course. Calls to the North Dakota Indoor RV Park were answered by a recorded voice stating that the park was temporarily closed, but that storage space was available for rental. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court is asking that state officials be forced to renew the park's operating license or alternatively pay the RV park at least $5 million for the property improvements. No word as to where all the people who plan to winter in the park went. New vehicle prices jumped up for a seventh straight month, reaching another all-time high. The average price surpassed $46,000 in October for the first time ever, according to a new report from Kelly Blue Book. The average transaction price is currently $46,036, up 12.9% from one year ago and up 2% from September of 2021. Trucks, along with SUVs and luxury automobiles, continue to drive the overall rise in price, with the average luxury buyer paying almost $62,000 thousand dollars last month for a new car. According to Kayla Reynolds, analyst for Cox Automotive, the current buyer is a mix between an impatient one and a desperate one as inventory continues to remain well below healthy levels. Reynolds goes on to say that while the average transaction price jumped to a new record high, the average incentive package fell to a 20-year low. Buyers are accepting no haggle pricing, and much like we have been saying in the RV buying world, the same holds true here. It is absolutely 100% a seller's market right now. Automakers continue to focus on high revenue products, shifting away from more affordable sedans. Kelly Blue Book expects no immediate relief from high prices as new vehicle inventory is expected to remain tight through the first half of 2022. The RV capital of the world, Elkhart, Indiana, continues to see impressive growth itself as multiple RV manufacturers continue to expand and branch out into nearby areas. Keystone announced this week it will open its fourth Cougar manufacturing facility, according to a recent article in RV Business. The new facility, which was slated to open last year but was put on hold due to the pandemic, will address the increased demand and allow the company to shorten its lead time on pre-sold units. A company we've been keeping an eye on all year, Ember Recreational Vehicles, celebrated the creation of its very first unit to come off the production line earlier this month. Among those in attendance were Dave Halet and our good friend Josh Winters of Halet RV. Josh, you may know as Josh the RV Nerd here on YouTube. Halet RV was there to take delivery of the Overland 170BH travel trailer, which they'll take back to the dealership in Coldwater, Michigan. Dave Halet told RV Business that the unit will not be for sale and that he'll be adding it to his collection of vintage automobiles. That's how big of a deal this is. Halet also went on to praise the management crew saying, you've got decades of experience here, but a new generation of trailer. Check out Josh's walkthrough of their Ember over on their channel which we'll link to below. These off-road adventure trailers are clearly all the rage in the RV industry and the growth doesn't stop there. Forest River also announced a major expansion in nearby Noble County as the company looks to ramp up its production of the Ibex travel trailer line. The three building facility will house the Ibex production, parts, and service center. 
According to RV Business, Forest River has invested well over $4 million to acquire 65 more acres in the area to develop three 95,000 square foot facilities. The Ibex lineup features eight floor plans, four of which are seven foot wide and weigh in at under 5,000 pounds. The rest are under 7,000 pounds, making them ideal to be towed behind SUVs and smaller trucks. All Ibex models feature Asdell construction, largest in-class refrigerators, solar, an inverter, heated and enclosed underbelly, tank pad heaters, all-terrain tires, and increased ground clearance. There's a central vacuum system, which is pretty unique for such a small RV, 12-volt televisions, which are better on power, Rhino Rack RTV tracks, panoramic front windows, and more. Finally, just a reminder that the RV Miles podcast now has its own YouTube channel. Come join Abby and me every week for a talk show style discussion on travel destinations, news, listener questions, plus interviews featuring people from all around the RV world. You can click the link in the description below to subscribe, and we look forward to seeing you over there as well. That's it for this week's RV and Camping News Brief. Join us here each and every week for all the latest. See you next time.